All right, and welcome to the show. Uh, we are on HPR episode eight now. Uh, Pacific Rim was last week, and this week we are uh, jumping into the whodunit genre with Knives Out. I'm joined again by Kate Q, and Ben is a uh, new stand-in uh, sitting down from the table from us. Hi, Ben. Oh, hi. <laughs> This is what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing on this. Yeah. So no, you just talk. You joined us. He's new. It's fine. Also, try and not slide the phone. I bet you that is making a really loud ass noise. In the Do you want to restart then? No, we're fine. We're two seconds in. We're rolling well. with it. Okay. We're sending it. <laughs> <laughs> One take wonders. I have had a very long day, and we are not redoing any of this. <laughs> okay. Less than a minute in, we're already we're already there. <laughs> it's very on brand. Anyway, uh, so we watched Knives Out this week. Yep. Uh, when, when did we sit down and watch that? Was that last Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. It was last Wednesday, yes. Wow, that went yeah, quick. Um, yeah, Monday for some. <laughs> Monday for some, yeah. <laughs> we are still, well, I guess COVID quarantine has ended, but still some of the uh, lifestyle habits that have evolved out of it still exist. Well, I will say South Korea has officially announced that they're on a second wave of COVID. So. Tight. Yeah, and they also invented this new way to do garlic bread recently. And that was a better piece of news to me. <laughs> that, Two types of people in the world. I, that, honestly, I do like that. But what? <laughs> All right. How about the movie? The movie. <laughs> the movie. The movie. Um, so this movie stars a Just lot of great heavy hitters. A whole host of people. We um, have Daniel Craig, James Bond. Mm-hmm. We have Captain America, Chris Evans. Yep. Scream. Stepping out of this role, out of that Captain America character, very well. I've said well. it once. I've said it a thousand times. This was the perfect role for him post-Captain America. Yeah, y'all need to stop saying that to people who haven't seen the movie as well. Why? It doesn't spoil <laughs> because it. Because he told it to me, and I was like, oh. That's the man who ruined the movie. I know. Yeah. I'm also at fault there. Yes. But we'll you get to that. see what I go through. We'll get to that uh, later. Scream queen, Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. Iconic Christopher Plummer, a.k.a. the captain in Sound of Music, for those of you who don't know. Anna de Armas. She's fantastic. 10 out of 10. Well, you just think she's hot. It's not wrong. You're not wrong. She's also very talented. Um, no, she was amazing. Actually, I really, really enjoyed her in uh, Blade Runner 2049. Oh, yeah. I never she saw Blade Runner. Oh, oh, you're uh, missing out. That is one of, out. That's probably one of the best movies to come out in the past decade. That set is... I've never been on it, but I heard they literally built an entire village. Oh, right. They did. Just, like, it was like a some obnoxious amount of acres. Well, and that's how they uh, should do the, films. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The, the entire screen. city, the one that sprawls for like... Uh, you know, hundreds of miles or whatever that they sh- uh, do a lot of like. It was hundreds of acres, but still, yeah, it's yeah. huge. Uh, well, I mean, it was all built out of miniatures. Oh yes. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Okay. Well, let's see. We also have Michael Shannon, Catherine Langford, Jaden Martell. Uh, these honestly just an all-star cast. It's mm-hmm. pretty fantastic. I feel like this movie had kind of a tougher time. It did gr- pretty well at the box office. Um, it did very well at the box office. But it was coming out at the same time as uh, Joker and... 1917. Uh, 1917 was another one. Um, yeah, it was, it was a strong start to the year. Yeah. Sure. Parasite. But Parasite was not as big in the U.S. Yeah, um, not until it got its Grammy. Grammy. Uncut Grammy, Gems that's was probably music. in a similar time Oscar? frame. Oscars, yeah. But yeah, like, I think it definitely took a lick from having um, a bunch of... Uh, Right, Heavy hitter movies good. coming out all right there at the end of the year. It scored a 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. Did it really? That that does not shock me at all. No, not at all. Um, but I have to say, my favorite is Daniel Craig 
because he's known for being the suave James Bond, British actor. And then he comes up with this, like, what do they call him? Kentucky fried, fried chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, the Looney Tunes character, Longhorn, or... Foghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. Yes. Thank you. That's literally the voice he has. And it does not match him in any way, but it's still perfect. I think I heard something or, or read something or watched something that basically said, like, British people have an easier time getting to a very southern accent than, like, any other accent yeah. as well. It's yeah. true. It's it's something with, like, I guess that makes sense. The South and the British had a very close relationship for a very long time, even mm-hmm. after the Civil War or after some Revolutionary War. But, yeah. That's uh, crazy. <laughs> Both. All of it. Uh, All of the above. Also, Rian Johnson directed and wrote this, and you can immediately tell why this did really well and why Last Jedi did not. Yeah. <laughs> Last Jedi is a, a great sci-fi movie, not a great Star Wars movie. That's my take. It's just a tough movie for me to get into. That's fair. <laughs> and I love Star Wars. Last Jedi, the one where Anakin was just being a little bitch hanging on that island. Yep. Okay. That's Luke, but yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I knew that's I knew that's what you were looking for. Yeah. Anakin is Darth Vader. Yep. Wow, spoiler. Yeah, we are, we've already done episode three. There's no spoiler. There. Sixty years too late. Um so we open this one with and for the audience inside baseball, I have zero notes for today's podcast, so this is going to go swimmingly. But uh, we open on a great establishing shot of the house. Uh, it is like the ideal murder mystery gothic house out in the country. Yeah, well, the quote from the detective, uh, these guys are living in a clue board. Also, the people who are in charge of making this set, who like had to put everything in this house... Just did a phenomenal job. Some of the random ass shit that you find in that house, I can just imagine them going to like a thrift shop or going yeah. like they were, they were thrift going shopping, to and shopping. just like, oh, this, yes, we need it. I, I, it's it's probably good we don't have. I didn't have time to like do a rewatch and do a bunch of notes on this one because we were we would have had just an hour on the knickknacks that I picked out of the background. Yes, yeah, you would have, <laughs> you've been telling us the history of every single painting and every object. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> They were great. It's it would have absolutely. gotten out of hand. Yeah. But now we'll talk about the movie. I guess we'll maybe try and save... Are we actually save, going to talk about the movie before the first 30 minutes? Try and save spoilers for for the end, if possible. I mean, we're going to probably go through the movie as We are it is, talking but. about Knives Out. There will be spoilers telling you this now. Spoiler alert. Yeah, okay. you've, you've so got then, 10 seconds before we start diving into it, maybe. Okay, so then we're just going straight spoilers. All right. <laughs> Uh, in like, case in case we let it slip, or that yeah. way we don't have to. I'm going to straight up say it. Like, the first ten minutes, you find out who's dead. You have our main guy over here, who is the dad of everything. He's Christopher Plummer's character, and he's got yeah. a throat slit. Usually in these kinds of movies. You know, well, I mean, every, every trailer, everything was... Someone died. I know, Harlem <laughs> dies. Mm-hmm. But usually in most murder mystery movies, because I'm a huge Agatha Christie fan, it gives you about 10, 15 minutes. You get to know the character. You get to know the other characters, see their relationship. And then yeah. it's like, oh, he died. Whereas this is like, nah, man, he got his throat slit. Now you're going to meet the family and see their relationships. Well, and I, I, I kind of I appreciated that a lot more. And I'm going to talk out of my ass a little bit because I've never have seen Murder on the Orient Express. But I feel oh, like that definitely falls in that category. Watch the one from the anybody. 60s. I prefer that one over the one that came out like two, three years ago. I heard the one that came out two, three years ago was not great. No, it was not. It's got a pretty similar cast, though, doesn't it? It's the exact... I mean, like, it's the yeah. same movie. Right, yeah, yeah. I just... I mean, you have, in the original, you have Lauren Bacall. You have... Oh, the guy who... Psycho. He stars as Norman Bates in this... I hate that I can't oh, remember no. his name. Um, yeah, no idea. 
Wait, are you talking about Christian Bale? No, 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 no. Yeah. Psycho. You're thinking American oh, okay. Psycho. I'm an American Psycho. Anyways, yeah. you have the greatest actors from the Golden Age are in that movie, whereas this movie, like, they still have a good cast. It's just they relied too much on the visual, like the green screen of the train going through the mountain. It just yeah. It, took it, it away became a, a spectacle lot. instead of the story. Yeah, and less yeah. about the acting. Anthony Perkins. Thank you, Anthony Perkins. I hate that I couldn't remember that, but. <laughs> well, at least you had the, a movie in the right. Yes. Quarter century. Oh, I mean. <laughs> hey. I said exactly what you said, too. I know, yeah. My brain just fizzled out and was like, association. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so there's nothing wrong with the movie. It's just the original is just so much better, in my personal opinion. Um, but I think Agatha Christie would be proud of this movie. I think she would be a big fan. Because the best thing about this movie, in my opinion, is in the first, what, 20, 30 minutes, you know who the murderer, the murderer is, basically. Why do you think she would enjoy that? Because that's not necessarily how it's going to end. I think because Agatha Christie, she loves throwing you a bone and yeah. like it not go anywhere near that whatsoever. Mm. That's what made her book so great. Give you a, fall, a red herring to chase. Yeah, like Death on the Nile, one of my all-time favorite Agatha Christie books. The entire time you're like, this person did, this person is pregnant. It gets the last second, you're like, son of a bitch. Mm. And like you, have, you would never have guessed this person did it. Then you go back and read it or just even think back, you're like it makes so much sense how did I not see it and that's usually how her books go yeah so I think with this it's kind of the same thing where you well, assume you know who did it well. you assume, not all of us are you Cusick <laughs> fuck off some of, us, some of us guessed it very early on Cue and then had, had to tell early. everyone I, I accidentally let slip yes I felt bad accidentally I did feel bad about it at the scenes it's fine audience yeah. I hit him upside the head with a pillow there was I felt, no felt bad about it afterwards. gouging of the eyes but there was pillow hitting you know somebody's gonna call a domestic abuse hotline just based on y'all's conversations on this podcast Possibly. domestic abuse and mental abuse yep uh, I think underrated character in this is great Nana Winetta. Oh, she was, oh, oh, she was fantastic. <laughs> Nana, are you hungry? Are you hungry? She's fine. She ate the entire salmon platter already. She reminds me... Hold up. What, like, these throwaway lines were amazing. Her voice reminds me of the voice from Monsters, Inc. Um, the slug lady. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Zero. Agent Zero or Agent One? I don't oh, know. Oh, she... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agent One. Yeah, but... Um, She's, I can't do the voice. It's like Mike Wazowski. Yeah. Mike Wazowski. Because it's ransom. <laughs> You're back again already. And then also another underrated actor is Noah Segan, who plays Trooper Wagner. His comedic oh, timing Tro- was just Trooper fantastic. Wagner's Your obsession with Agatha Christie makes me want to think of you as Trooper Wagner for this podcast. Oh, 100%. Right oh, 100%. Sure. I'm such a big fan. Like, how'd they come up with this? But he's basically a fanboy the entire movie. Like, he's yeah. supposed to be, like, a top cop, and he's just fanboying the entire time. Well, and it's hilarious, because it's not just... He's not just a Harlan fanboy. He knows that, uh... The, um... Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, right yeah, the, the, uh, the wife of the guy who died... Uh, yep. Not Harlan, but one of oh, the sons. Oh, 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 um, she, she's like once removed. I yes, guess, Joni. 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 And she has yeah. her own. Um, he knows that she's an influencer. brand influencer, and he's like, she's got like a hundred thousand followers. Okay? She's an influencer. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't need the money. Did you not see her Instagram account? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he is fanboy. Going to give you the plot exposition that it's it's hidden in there, mm-hmm. but it, it's helpful and it's in a fun way as well. I also love that he's counterbalanced by. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield, Lieutenant Elliot. Oh. Who's just the straight man in the entire thing as oh, well. Oh, yeah. He's like the one straight man. It's yeah. fantastic. Stanfield, yeah. Stanfield's in his own movie where nobody in this movie is, re- like, he's the only person who exists in this less ridiculous reality. Yeah. He is Flynn Rider <laughs> entangled where he's like, 
why is everyone singing? What's happening? Her hair fucking glows. Why does it do that? For the majority of Disney movies, they just kind of go along with it. So he's going over here. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's right. not normal. He, he's just no like, one else says this is I'm not normal. I'm so ready for the, to be over with this case. Just let's close the book and let's get out of here. Re- it's open shut. The really good scene is when Trooper Wagner, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis yells at them to get out after the will reading. And Trooper Wagner <laughs> just starts heading for the door. And like, like, just what? grabs him, stops him. He's like, no, 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 no. Not you. <laughs> you don't listen to her. You're the cop. <laughs> oh. Such a little rookie over there. And it's fantastic. And then I also, because they didn't have to do this in the movie, but I enjoy the underlining, like, 1% racist comments. Like, we have the 1%, the super rich family. Oh, my They're God, like, gross. Our main character, um, who's played by Anna Darmus, plays Marta Cabrera. They... Always go, oh, she's from Brazil. She's from Ecuador. She's from Honduras. She's from Honduras. Yeah. They're always messing up where she's from. And then, right. And then throughout where the entire thing, they're like... Where oh, They say it in the beginning, but I've already okay. forgotten. I've already forgotten as well. Uh, they confuse no, me No, but enough. then, like, Richard? they also... When she comes to the house for the first time, and the families come back to the funeral, all of them say, I thought you should have been at the funeral, but I was outvoted. It's like... Yes. Yeah. And... Every single one. I like the... Um, None of them gave a shit. When they have Richard Drysdale retell his version of what happened that night and everybody's laughing and beckoning her over yeah and then when they tell it from a different perspective everybody's like don't drag her into this conversation yeah. nobody's laughing because they're literally talking about trump versus like liberals and yeah, yeah. i like how they don't say his name and... but they oh yeah, yeah, yeah. cough cough wink, wink. It's, it's hollywood it's 2019 it's everybody's got to ha- say something about it and yeah. you see her saying they're so uncomfortable and then you have um don johnson who plays richard drysdale and he literally is eating cake and just while he's like, oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. And just hands, hands her the cake to, her. to hold yeah. like he's done with the plate. He keeps it in front of her hands until she picks it up. Yeah, it just shows <laughs> how much this family thinks that they're good to her. But literally, they... They treat her like the help. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, you're like family to us. Oh, and then like when she first shows up to the house, the cops are like, hey, are you part of the help? And you have um, Catherine Langford, who plays Meg Thromby, who's like, the help? Her name's Marta. She's part of the family. Like, can you believe that? And then you see the rest of the family literally treat her as the help. Yep. It's like. <laughs> if- she gave them 13 reasons why. Everyone thought she was the help. It's funny because she's the girl in 13 reasons why. But on Yeah. Oh, I never did not make that connection. I never watched oh, yeah. that show. I didn't either, but I knew she was. But, uh, I, the only piece of that show I know about is that smile. Oh, that God. damn smile. Yeah, the meme. You know the meme. <laughs> I know the it. meme. When <laughs> all fails, they know the meme. Oh, man. Dude, when that, when that meme gets thrown with, like, Shrek or something oh, over... Yeah. It's like, always the best. <laughs> it's the best. It, it is the happiest I am for, like, 10-second increments. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. You a, okay, well, a big, I'm going to reel this conversation <laughs> back in. I will say, something I was not expecting at all, and when I first saw it, I myself almost threw up, was we have Marta. She can't lie without throwing up, and when they ask her, like, oh, are you going to throw up when you lie? And he starts asking her the lines of questioning, and then she actually does throw up. I was like, no, there's going to be a lot of puking in this movie. So There was surprisingly less than I thought there was going to be. True. Yes. There's less than I thought it would be, but the ending throw up is lovely. Lovely to watch. The um, There's a really good scene when you're talking about Daniel Craig giving her those questions. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I noticed this on the se- on my second watch when we watched it the other night. He looks down and pauses and stares at her feet for like a good second and a half, and it's really obvious that he sees the blood stain that becomes a very big plot point later. Immediately, 
Like he he's got that little nugget of info in his head the entire. They make they make it believable that you could see that he would have yeah. seen it. Yeah. And one of my favorite parts, like lines this whole movie, is like at the end when Daniel Craig is literally talking about like what's wrong with this case, and he's like a donut, donut hole with a hole in the center, and it's a donut yeah. hole within a donut hole with a center, and it just. <laughs> And then he goes, like, talks about how it didn't make sense because Marta's a good person with a good heart. So I, that makes sense that you have that moment where he sees the blood sweat. And then the whole time he goes, this doesn't make any damn sense. Yeah. yeah. I just love the ramble. It's a donut hole within a donut hole. And we have a hole within the middle of the donut hole. He, he knew it was fitting. In a closer inspection, it is in of itself a solid donut hole. Yeah. <laughs> he knew that the case was falling together too easily. It was like, this can't, this can't just be what it is. There's yeah. got to be more to this. Yeah, I also really love because you see Ransom Chris Evans's character decides to help out Marta, and he's the one who ends up getting arrested. And Marta is like, "Oh, Ransom came clean." And Marta's like, "Oh, please tell me he didn't take the fall for me." Like, and so usually the movie's like, "No, no, he told us everything." No, oh, yeah, about he, this, yeah, and this, yeah, oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that kind of was putting it on its head because generally speaking, that would have been the moment where it's like. He's taken the fall and doesn't deserve to. But that also kind of tells you, like, mm-hmm. his... I, I just, no, you, you know his character. Yeah, you know he, his character. He brings, her, he brings her to that diner to, like, help her out, and she tells him everything. Or no, before she's told him everything. Yeah, and he's he brings fed her, her to the diner, he feeds her, so feeds her she... beans <laughs> and, like, hash browns. hash browns. All this, like, greasy stuff is like, I know you're going to throw up if you lie to me. What the hell happened? You're going to tell me, or you're going to throw up everywhere, and I know you're not... Even during that moment when you don't really know Ransom's, you know, motives, he straight up tells him. He's like, oh, I'm not a good person. Like, I came to this thing to watch my family tear themselves apart. Like, yeah. I know I'm a shit human being. Like, it's fine. They, they but kind he of, twist the drama. They kind of lay it on as that he has realized, like, oh, I know my family's shit and I know I'm shit. But I, I hate them more because they made me shit. Da, 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 I don't know. It's, it's very yeah. interesting he, how he feels that they've wronged him. They, they try to play the angle like he hates them more enough that he would be willing for nobody to get the treasure rather than him to get a twelfth of the treasure. Yeah. Well, I got to also say, though, when he comes in for the will reading and he shows up early and they're sitting in the room, the family <laughs> asks him, like, oh, did Grandpa cut you off? And he goes, yep, yeah, they did. And they're like, you know what, this is the, the best, best thing, thing that could have ever happened to you. And he just goes with them going... Eat shit. Eat shit. You definitely eat shit. Eat shit. That is yeah, one of the greatest, just like, the character says what you want them to say. And yeah. he says it. And then you go into, like, the will reading, and the whole family gets, you know, disinherited. And Marty gets everything. Shit. And then he's in the car, and he drives and he goes, this will be the best thing that's ever happened to you. And drives and off, and I'm like, Walt, petty, petty, Tom, petty. And uh, Walt, Walt goes, uh, what does he mean by that? Like, just doesn't yeah. get it. <laughs> just, yeah, absolutely does not understand what how he's just had it thrown and back Richard, in his face. Richard's like, what the hell should I know? Like, neither, no one gets it. Speaking of Walt, Walt is not, like, the smartest out of the thrombies. Because when he goes to Marta's little apartment and threatens her, but then he's like, well, if your mom could get deported, but, you know, we got these resources, we got these lawyers that we can back you. And then Marta just looks at him, she's like... Oh, so now they're my resources and my lawyers because I have everything. What and I think she... it's really indicative of is Walt, from the beginning, is the character with half of a plan. Yeah. Yeah. Also, 100%. Because severely... when she shuts the door in his face, he has that moment of, the fuck just happened? What? Also, yeah. severely, Why did I backfired? Like, totally does not, like, underestimates her to the fullest. Like, 
you are truly the help in his mind. Mm-hmm. You are an immigrant. I do not think you are smart enough to realize you can do all these well, things. Well, look at his son. Da, da, da. Yeah. His son is the alt-right troll, and you got you got both sides of it. And his wife over here, who's like, you know, you always make it a race thing. It's not a race thing. I, I mean, if they were Swedish, I'd still say. I'm like, okay. She looked like she was going to have a... Whoever that actress is, I've not really seen her in a Oh, time. I've seen her in a quite Donna a few. Thromby, right? Uh, yeah, she's done... So, yeah. She's her, the actress is Weeki Lindholm. She's been in quite a bit. Her introduction was I great. don't recognize her in this, but she's wearing a ton of makeup and her hair's pulled yeah, back really Garfield. far. Oh, you've, got, you've got Walt basically introducing bang, bang her. Through. She's more of a character actress who's been in a lot of TV shows and mm. movies as like... Like, she was also a Million Dollar Baby, if that helps. Much Ado About Nothing. She's voiced Batman, The Changeling. Um, she's just been in a bunch... Hold as on, a did character you say actress. she voiced Batman? No, she was, she was in, in Lego in Batman, Batman, and she was a voice okay. in the Lego Batman mm-hmm. movie. My bad. Yeah, this is a bunch of, like, like you were saying, a, a bunch of... Uh, TV and, and random. Yeah. Sort yeah. Of. Her, Not a ton of stuff oh, that she's I... she's in Supernatural. Yeah, I just saw that. Um, like I said, she's her, more of a uh, character actress. Though I don't, I'm not sure this is the show, because it's a TV movie. I don't know the That's Supernatural. That's a good point. Who knows? That's Did a good Supernatural point. ever do a TV movie? Um, super oh, that's supernatural. Super, uh, like super natural. Not super. Mm, that's a little different. Uh, anyways, her introduction is great in that Walt is talking via flashback like, oh yeah, she's my rock, she grounds me. And the first <laughs> thing you see is her wigging out at the smallest thing like, ah! She hears a noise. drink. Like, completely is not Somebody drops grounding. a glass. Yeah. And it's three seconds before she reacts. That's the best part to me. Is she is like so on edge, so <laughs> not grounding at all. It's just... Yeah, perfectly sets sets up that none oh. of them talk about the right thing. And I, mean, I love Ju- I love Jamie Lee Curtis in this. Like, she the plays the um older the <laughs> oldest child, Walt's older sister. And there's a part where like they're being interrogated at the beginning, and sh- they're trying to like, oh, Walt doesn't have much control of the publishing company. She's like, you expect me to talk shit about my baby brother? Like, how dare you do? And her husband me is like, he's a little shit. Yeah, and she just <laughs> tears him apart. Walt doesn't run shit. God, yeah. That, I mean, the movie does set up like everyone has a semi-motive for wanting to kill this man. They're not great motives, but they're not bad either. Well, that's what yeah. Detective Elliot Little says. He goes, it's weak sauce. Weak sauce, weak sauce. Weak sauce. Yeah, don't, don't keep bringing me this weak sauce. Blanc. <laughs> uh, that name. The, Who uh, came ben, up with this Benoit name? Benoit Blanc. <laughs> Benoit Blanc. It's straight out the of Clue. The last of the gentleman's sleuths. Straight out of Clue. Yeah. And I think that's Wait, what is that makes a it. a Clue character? No, it's Mr. Not. White. No, Blanc, it's Mrs. White, White. Whatever. Who cares? Betty? It's it's someone with a colored last name is what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Got you. But it's Mrs. White for the record. <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> case She's from the, the start. You're right. You're right. A case with a hole in the center. A donut. I, I just love that line. <laughs> Especially when he rambles That's... on it. Another great scene is when... Uh, Marta's getting blackmailed at the end and she has to go to the location and you have Detective Blanc just rambling about the donut hole and she's like, do you mind if I run an errand real quick? And he's just like, yeah, sure. And then um, he just puts on yeah. his headphones and just starts singing in the car and then all of a sudden like <laughs> the ambulance, all these cop cars shows up and he just like, oh shit. Shit. I also, a great line from him is uh, at the will reading, ladies and gentlemen, I request that you all stay in town until the investigation's done and Linda's like, what? Joni's like, can we ask, has something changed? He just says, uh, can we ask why 
has something changed? He says no. And she's like, no, it hasn't changed or no, we can't, we can't ask. And he just walks out of the room. Just, yeah. just disregards it. Does not give a shit. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, that's a question for somebody else. Also, it's pretty obvious this man picks favorites. Because even when he thinks Absolutely. that Marta is the killer and he opens up the evidence that shows she's innocent and he immediately just starts tearing into the family, like, you've not been good to her. You've all treated her like shit. She owes you shit. And it's just like... So, someone's a little biased as a detective, I would say. Well, but he's a private investigator, not yes. a detective, so very he gets true. to be. That's yeah. very true. But, but can we talk about the real stars of the show? And those are the two German Shepherds. <laughs> Such good boys. Especially when they The bring, good boys that are trying to get Marta in trouble. trouble yeah. They're they bring evidence the little, against her. The little wood that fell off the back. That she yeah. broke off as she was sneaking back in to she pretend that she it. didn't The dog kill thought it was fetch. What do you yeah. expect? But that was like two scenes prior to. That's the best part. It's, it was. It's like a, a day goes by and they're yeah. like, oh, the, the dog finally re- comes back. Yeah, it's here like, re-enters this set piece. But I got to go back to Nana real quick. I know I'm jumping around, but back to Nana. I thought the most beautiful scene out of this movie is when she's sitting there and Blanc comes up and gives me the mac and says, I have a feeling that I'm the only one who has come to comfort you during yeah. this time. And then he starts talking about the shitty family. He goes, they're young. They'll learn. And you're just like, that was such a random, like, beautiful little moment. She doesn't say sh- anything. He goes, you take your time. I'll be here when you're ready to yeah. talk. And you're just like... And he just keeps all- sitting there. <laughs> with yeah. her. But then apparently she tells him everything. We don't see the scene. But it's still, like, it's a beautiful moment. It is. I mean, they're... It's, it's interesting because, like, yeah, it is a shitty family. And they all say, oh, we're all self-made. But they're not. They're all... No self-made off their Even Linda, who technically, money. she did do most of the work out of the family. She got a million-dollar loan from her dad to yeah. start her company. Which I wish I had a million-dollar loan. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. I could make it 1.2. You guys ever seen Anchorman 2? Yes. A long time ago. Yeah. I only took a $300 million loan from my father, and over 10 years in hard work, I made it into $313 million. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Anchorman. Also, uh, very end scene when uh, they're revealing or LeBlanc is uh, kind of running through the thing with uh, Ransom and Marta and all them in there. And uh, Ransom goes, what the heck is this CSI KFC? Yes. (laughs) Such a great line. He had some great one-liners throughout (laughs) that, which I really enjoyed. Ryan Johnson definitely is good at, like, I don't know if he wrote. Yeah, he did write it. Yeah, so he he's wrote, very right. good at writing that quippy kind of like yeah, that funny, fast. funny well, fast language. Well, my favorite thing is because quiplash. Chris Evans. Yes, quiplash. For were. what? Almost ten years now has been Captain America. Yeah, Captain America. He's known for being like language, like the all American boy. But when you look at his movies before he got into Snow Captain Beer, America, he, uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four. He's got um, the Scott cream. Pilgrim vs. the World, another teen movie. He plays a douchey asshole. Yeah. I forgot that he was in some of those, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And so he's had this time to honestly really become a better actor and do some more stuff, like really take its time. And so now the way he played this kind of douchey character, it was so okay, many well, you're, you're prompting me to ask, are, do you fall in uh, the camp that the, mar- the superhero genre is not cinema? Like, uh... Oh, uh, Martin Scorsese? No. Scorsese, yeah, 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 it was Scorsese, no. I think. Uh, no, I definitely think y- there's a- really great acting in it in some of the movies. Like, I definitely yeah, think okay. it counts as cinema. I just, I was curious because of the way that... They're the, just that pissed that they was... made more money than all the movies out there right now. Let's be real, they're <laughs> just petty. People, people don't want art. Feed me the slop. Endgame was the goat. 
I'm sorry, but there are some beautiful Loki moments that just yeah. rip you out there. But anyways, I mean, come on. When freaking Spider-Man's like, I don't want to go, Mr. Stark. I want to say, if you didn't cry, you have no, no heart, damn it. Yeah, I, I, gotta, I still got to figure out acting. who was chopping onions in the uh, yeah. movie theater. And then, like, when he comes back and he's like, yeah, I remember we were out in space. And, like, I got from And he just hugs him and he goes, this is nice. I'm like, that's just a... It's... They got acting. The point is, I think his time as Captain America has developed his acting skills. So him coming back and playing a douchey type character, this one has so many more layers to it that I thought it it was just well done. It's interesting to bring up, though, because his other movies... He's playing a douchebag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he's Captain America where he's a nice guy. And he comes back and it's immediately a douchebag again. I feel like he has a type now. <laughs> it's either douchebag or Boy Scout. <laughs> God, not another teen movie. We need to do that. That was... That... It, nope, it's been spoken on the podcast. Can't do it. It ain't yeah. it it shocking. It's the 69th well. episode. I'm in for that, actually. Right, cool. That's it. No, we should do American Pie. Five, yeah, yeah, I was going to say right, the cool. same thing. <laughs> it's been all right. It's been said it won't be done, but maybe it will. <laughs> we'll forget it. We absolutely will. Um, God, fantastic! Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. Surfer, what a just that was pile uh, of poo. that was just height of the early two thousands. Like, oh, we'll have. But can I just say, anyways, that's not Chris the movie Evans. About, Chris man. Evans was in so many career wrecking movies, so many movies Push. that could have wrecked a career, and that man has made so many comebacks <laughs> and is now one of like the most he iconic really actors so of all time. It's it's incredible. Yes, <laughs> as somebody magic. who likes every movie he sees, like it's a lot. I, of trash. I, I poo poo on a Fantastic Four as a Silver Surfer. Doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it when I saw it. Yeah. Uh, oh no, I enjoyed it when I saw it too. Push is one of my like. All-time underrated movies. Really? I think that movie is really good and had a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. And just... Hmm. I don't know if it needed, like, to come out four years later when CGI was a little bit better. Probably. Or if practical could have been done a little bit cheaper. But, like, you know, it, it was kind of like... If it could have gotten 10% better, it would have scored more than 10% better in everybody's minds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm just I'm rolling through Chris we're just, Evans. We're rambling. Yeah, that's usually what this podcast is. And what's our eighth episode? Y'all should know this by now, so don't be surprised. I know, and we don't have my notes to just keep us on track or into other rabbit holes that are more. I mean, we haven't fully the gone into into spoilers yet, and we're about what we thirty minutes in. Kind of did, I and mean, we kind of did, but we haven't like just flat out said what happened. So I mean, I feel good about that. We've done a good job. Yeah. Chris Evans ransom kills his grandpa. Oh God damn it! And there it goes. <laughs> Boom. Roll credits. It, yeah, so now I now I know how you guys felt when I said it in the movie. I know it's we fantastic. Yeah, right? I, Don't you love it? Yeah, in, it's I, I I felt bad afterwards that I, I said it. We got the roll credits line a little bit too early in this movie. Yeah, they did the the roll credits line absolutely comes out very early, but well, you uh, have that being when they say in the, the beginning. Name of the movie. Yeah, uh, Harlem talks about how. Can never tell the difference. She's contemplating about his age between what's a real knife and a stage knife. And then you get to the end. Oh yeah. I mean the the amount of Chekhov's guns. Yeah, I was gonna say everything that Palpable. has a setup has a payoff in this movie, which I like. Um, but then by the same time, like I don't, I'm kind of torn because there's sometimes it's good for a movie to have some ambiguity. Yeah. And this movie has zero ambiguity because zero. every single thing that's mentioned for any reason is deliberately placed there. Down to the fact that they play Go. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which is and such by the an way, obscure game. I, that was the line. Holy that, crap, that, is that game complicated? I followed some YouTube videos trying right. to figure out how to play, and then immediately felt dumber for a game with only two pieces. That was the line that sealed <laughs> the deal for me. Like that line, the the whole uh, Chris Evans taking her to that uh, little restaurant or whatever did have her spill the beans. Literally, literally. <laughs> uh, that was like I'm curious about this now maybe he's trying to be a good guy maybe he's not and as soon as he said uh you know you're the only one that's better than me at that game according to grandpa or whatever that was like oh he's he's the one that did it he's the killer that immediately clued me into it because it's mean, just like he, he's such a, a proud person he's like oh no, no no i'm not gonna let that go i thought um, they the at least the rep rapport that they were said they had was like oh they bicker and banter but they're close sort of I didn't – I don't think I had it quite as uh, locked in as you did, but I definitely was like, I wonder how they're going to get Ransom to be responsible for it. Yeah. More – like, I just was like, it, this movie is too straightforward for that not to be the final payout. It fit oh, for that car. to be the – yeah. Oh, that's has got a It fit for that, like – so that line coupled with the – Ransom, is that you again? And all the I other am. things that they kind of brought up at the end. Like, okay, oh, gentlemen, oh, wait, wait. Actually, what is this? ESIKFC? One of, one of our 12 people listening will flame me for having the wrong car. It's a 3.0 CSL, not an E30. If you think that we have car guy fans yet, yet. you're wrong. <laughs> <Hold on>, eventually. <laughs> but I don't, want, uh, I don't want somebody to come back and flame me. But fair enough. Enough. Let's pause. We're 33 minutes in. And there are technically supposed to be four of us talking, and we've only had three people it's talk. Ben said, like, no, yes. I'm just here to listen. I've had, like, a few sentences yes. I chime in on, but <laughs> well, I was like, it's just going to be weird. Here's said, like, the some thing about nope, our, we're, our we're guest speaker, yet. Ben, over here. He Learning. actually works in the film industry. So he should oh, yeah. have some fun things some to comment, which is why we invited him on. The, I was here, to learn. I'm here to learn right now. Though. Now we're all staring at you. You've had 30 minutes to share with the class. You have nothing to say right now. Well, what do you well, think of the oh, movie? Wait. Actually, I do want your opinion on one thing. So they did uh, – this movie was shot in digital, but they did, um, I don't know, some algorithm for the filter to make it look like it was all shot on film. Really? Um, and I was curious if you had noticed it and or knew anything about that style. I did not notice it, but if you're talking about an, al- an algorithm like mathematical or you do you mean like in terms of the – I don't know. If, I don't know. I, I read – It probably would have been done through filters and lenses. Yeah. Well, so it was done. Yeah. It was digitally made to look like it was shot with film. So some sort yeah, of so the way you do that is going to be just through like putting adapters on your lenses and filters, and then on top of that, when you're in post production, is you know adding some noise in there, adding some grain, you know, making it look a little, yeah, a little improper. Okay. So okay, um, yeah. we did we did have you to thank for making the video or the movie look better. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I've been living with a TV that was not properly set up yeah. for every time I'm at anybody's house or like my aunt or uncle, I did it to yeah. them like a few weeks ago and everything. But I don't know why they make televisions that way. But I think they do it, it sells better in store it, purely to be like it's yeah. so realistic. But then you oh, watch that's a movie. exactly what it is. Yeah, you watch a movie all, and you're like, yeah. oh, yeah. it's really realistic. This is a movie set. Yeah, because all they play is <laughs> like, like no. 8K videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's so that it looks stuff, sharper yeah. than the other or like 8K a whale next to it on the display floor. Exactly. Yes, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. But what did you think about the timeline, the way they chose to shoot it? I thought it was really interesting, especially I think, I, I wish I could have gone back and watched it a second time, because I feel like, like Gibby's been saying, you know, he's been picking up on a whole bunch of different things, right. you know, mm-hmm. and it's like going back, looking at it, it's like, wow, there are so many spoilers in this movie. 
but they're so obvious that they're overlooked. You know, it's yeah. like I've never seen a whodunit film where it's like they completely reveal the killer at the very beginning of the movie, but it's just so obviously overdrawn and like this is who yeah. did it that you're like this obviously isn't who did it. But the whole movie, I was trying to pick up on that and I just I wasn't picking up on it. You know. But I will say, technically, there was no murderer. Technically, there was no murderer. It was still suicide. Technically, it was a suicide. Right. But there was at least attempted murder. Attempted murder. Yeah. And I guess conspiracy for murder. And technically, and the real murder, the only murder in the entire movie happens at the end with a different character. Not the one you think is murdered. We've right. already given the spoiler alert. Yeah, for Fran. Uh, Fran, who's the housekeeper we have mentioned her once yet. Yep. Yeah, as soon as, as... Oh, my God. As soon as she picked up the phone, I was like, it's Fran. She's all right. I was like, she's dead. Fran's dead. Fran's dead. Fran died. <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. As I was soon like, as she picked up the phone, she's said dead. Fran's alive. Like, and then, oh, Fran's God. Oh, God. The one thing that killed me during this movie is when she threw up all over Chris Evans. I was like, Ah, no. <laughs> and I love his about what the actual fuck. That's what he says. I'm like, that's about right. I mean, yeah. I feel bad as somebody who works in the film industry because I was watching that and I was oh, like, oh, Fred's alive. Nice. Like, great. <laughs> nope. Vince is like, I'm just glad everybody's going to make it yeah. out of this. <laughs> nope. It's like, she didn't look like she was going to make it. Ben, ben is the type of guy who, when he's watching a movie and somebody says they're about to retire, he's like, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> and then the guy dies. He's like, well, yeah, Game uh, of Thrones is rough for Ben. I, I will say that kind of switch up of the old, uh, that Marta actually was a good nurse and gave him the right drugs, even though it was mislabeled. That, that was, that was, that was, that was a good means she fucked up. No, well, she <laughs> fucked up in that. Uh, she didn't know the labels were switched. I know. She she knew but the bottle she had the right read. liquid. I mean, she, well, yeah, do, she, do she you didn't want a, read. The do you bottle. want a nurse who reads your? Statistically speaking, is it safer to have a nurse who reads your drugs or obviously, just goes off of what they look like? Obviously, reads the drugs. Yes, but it, yeah, and they were trying to be like, oh, she's such it a worked good nurse, in her favor this knew. time. I know. I'm just. I want, I want to, like, let, let's look at this from a real-world perspective. That's really sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I will say what I really like film-wise, though, is you have... It's like we were talking about. So from every person's point of view, when they go back and tell the story, it's from how they perceived everything, not necessarily mm-hmm. how it actually went down. Oh, yeah. Like, with the whole family, like, waving, smiling for Marta to come in. In reality, like, they're making her very uncomfortable from yeah. her point of view. But yep. even when um, Joni comes up and says, like, hey, like, I heard a crash... Everything looks fine and happy, but then when you hear from Mark's point of view, you see like the panic. It's like I like how they filmed at different times to show what was actually yes. going on, mm-hmm. but and like they, also from people's perspective. They also had a good moment of like Sorry, time crazy. distortion with a conversation where uh, Thromby uh, Harlan is guiding Marta through how to get away with it, and she says to the trellis, you know, just the wall. She's like, "You've got to be kidding with me, c- kidding me." And they overlay Harlan's voice, and he's like, "No, I'm not. Oh, yeah. Move." <laughs> yeah, they, they did it's a really good the, job. It's with the little touches, and and the whole like, do I turn before the thing or after the statue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, they uh, they play after. both him saying it both ways as well. Because that's the voice in her head. Mm-hmm. But I also got to say, I love the ending when. Um, Ransom is being arrested. He's being literally carted on handcuffs, and his dad has a stack of money. Is blatantly trying to bribe the cops. He's absolutely of trying to bribe a cop in that scene. That's great. It's like it, just that one yeah. percent right there. But another great thing. So you see, in the beginning of the movie, Harlem has a coffee mug that says "My house, my rules." I'm the boss. And once he's left everything to Marta, at the end she walks out onto the balcony in a blanket, and mug. she's got the bug, the mug yeah. that says "I'm the boss now." And all the family looks up at her because she's now the one in charge. And yeah. I just, I think that's just a subtly beautiful. Where it's like she the boss now. I am the captain now. All right. 
Mm-hmm. She's the Gepta now. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's just a huge fuck you to, like, all <laughs> I will say uh, the only one in the family who I do feel for is Meg, because she definitely got manipulated. Like, she definitely was on a weaker no, she side. she was a piece no, of she, shit. Yeah, I was going to say, uh-huh. she was one who grew up, I feel like she was one who just kind of grew up in that environment and was finally yeah. facing okay. a little bit of adversity and didn't know how to deal with it. And, was and immediately. True. But also, you see, like, I think she genuinely they, they, did regret it at the end, and I think she really was sorry, but you had the entire family standing behind her. Her mom saying... We're broke. We have the money. We can't pay for you to go to school anymore. Because like, that's the a mom lot of pressure. Been a bitch, it is fair. Yeah, right? those are typically very manipulative families. So. Yeah, and then in the end, when she does come back, she apologizes. Like, was it the right thing for her to rat out her mom? No, but she's also young as well. Wait, what do you mean, rat out she, her mom? She uh, no, 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 rat out Marta's mom. Okay, yeah, 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 she rat out Marta's okay. mom. Uh, Speaking I, of Marta's family, I love her sister. Over, like, are we rich now? Are we rich now? <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm not a huge fan of Meg because she was just like, no, we'll take care of you, but you need to give us the money first to do so. You're well, like, she's, she's, being, she's being pressured to say that. Yeah. That, that's why they wasn't pulled her away words. at the end. It was like the whole family standing behind her. I was, her, like, um, what's well, yeah, I'll agree they, with they, they, It was Walt's words. She's it's Walt's words. probably the only member of the entire family that oh, really? had a good heart, but she yeah. was still a shitty person. Yeah, she had yeah. a good heart, but was definitely a shitty person and was profiting off of the whole situation. Um, but you even see when they find out that Marty gets it, they're like, well, Grandpa wanted her to have the money. Shouldn't we just give it to her? And then her mom says, we're broke. You're not going to go to school anymore. That's when she caves. She backtracks. Well, granted, if you're, what, a junior in college in, like, your whole life, and then they're telling you, like, we can't afford to send you to school yeah. anymore. You're not going to graduate. You're not going to do – like, yeah, no matter how – even if you are oh, Captain America, a good person, you're going to get that pressure. I believe pre- pressure advantage. I would have gone for trying to get that money back myself. Yeah. doesn't mean it's a good or right thing to do. Oh, no, no, But I would have done but I think making sure not every single member of the family were complete shit. Like, granted, most of them were shit, and they each had their own version of shittiness. And they were all told to eat shit. Yes, they yes. were. By ransom. <laughs> but, like, even um, Linda, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, she's a shitty person, oh but God. in a very different way than it is from Walt. Yes. A very different way than it is from Richard. A very different way than it is from, like, they any of them. They all take on kind of a different side of the same face of just being... What the ways that wealth corrupts. So yeah, what I'm saying is, absolutely. I think out of That's the family, Meg was the lesser of the evils. Yeah, doesn't mean she's good in any way. She's just the lesser of all those evils. I did like that Marta didn't even entertain the idea of giving the money back. Though I know she, no. she, I she was just that. like, I'm yeah. keeping the sixty million. We're like, I'll pay for your college. But yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'll take care of you. I'll take care of all of you. This is what he yeah. wanted. I'm, yeah, we were best friends. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. I that was one of my favorite. She was like, We'll take care of you. She's like, Don't worry. I've got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and but she I, genuinely meant it as opposed to what they were probably but, talking about. Oh, we'll oh help but you when out. they're doing the whole will thing and like they're Linda's freaking out, she's like, get out of my house. Like this is still our house. We're the thrombies, goddammit. And oh, then they all turn yeah. like, is it still our house? And I they're like, like, the house goes to Marta. That that uh that guy was kind of a like he, he was obviously smart because he was like walking them through a lot of the legal proceedings off the dome, but like Kind of a buffoon too that his uh, assistant assistant was having to like point out and read for where he needed to read off yeah. multiple times. I was I did love Richard in the end though you kept trying to find like different ways to uh, get around this <laughs> and he goes look no offense you're useless you're, he's like oh okay shoot sounds good he was like great I get to leave now <laughs> bye. Yeah. Oh no I mean thanks the, for your time the, Alan you the assistant was there worthless. because he was elected to read not to lead literally ah uh, used it back again yep. Um, do, do you know what movie that's from? Yeah, I know what movie that's from. Do tell. I can't remember what the thumbnail. Caught red hand. You're under the bus. Simpsons movie. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> Wait, where? 
It's the Simpsons movie. Yeah. Oh. Or it's the Arnold Schwarzenegger line. Arnold Schwarzenegger line. I have not seen yeah. the movie in so, so I want to say it was Arnold. Is yeah. it actually Arnold or is it... I think he does do the voice again. They're portraying an Arnold yeah. figure yeah. as the president Well, the Simpsons predicted the future. I was elected to lead, not to read. The Simpsons have so many episodes that anything could, they could have Yeah, anything. when you've been on TV for, what, 20... 20 plus years. It's like yeah. Supernatural. Just anything that could have happened has happened. Well... That's why they have a meme for everything. Did you see they're doing a second Simpsons movie coming up? Is, are they actually? Uh, it was announced in 2019, but a lot's happened in between now and then. Interesting. But it's also animation. <laughs> Maggie was right. Maggie got the sequel? First word. At the end of the movie. Anyways. Anyways. Shall we, shall, no. we, shall we bring Arnold Schwarzenegger is voiced by Harry Shearer. Yeah. So not... Uh, not who, actually Arnold, but pretend, like playing Arnold. Does a pretty good voice impression, if I remember right. Well. We're going to just stand by that. Yeah, we'll go with it. <laughs> Knives Out is the movie we're talking about today. Yep. In case you forgot. I do multiple times a day. I wasn't talking to you, I was talking to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> so are we about ready to rate? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 I guess yeah. we are. Um, what you got? I'm going to give it 9 out of 10 CSI KFC murders. I'll give it 8 uh, prop knives out of 10. Uh, I'm going to go 9.5 KFC drumsticks out of 10. Ben? I'm going to go 8.7 muddy boots out of 10. There you mm-hmm. go. I like it. And guess what? There were no dead dogs in this one. I'm so proud. Yeah. No dead dogs. No dead dogs. Boom. All righty. We are going to be doing uh, a movie next week. That has yet to be determined. Actually, it has been determined, so we're going to watch it right after this. Nope, if we say it, we won't watch it. I'm yep. not going to say what the movie is, but we have it planned out. I'm, I'm not just... going to say what it is. And so we're going to dab clap and be out of here, and we'll catch you guys next week. We're watching Cars 2.